We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Good morning. I'm Liz Dravick, host of Spotlight on Maryland for this morning. It is my absolute honor and privilege to introduce the founder of Casey Cares. This is Casey Baines. Casey, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm fantastic. Really excited to be here with you today and to chat a little bit about Casey Cares and fun things we can all kind of get back to. Yeah, and you have a major fundraiser coming up. We'll get to that. But let's start with Casey. When and why did you start Casey Cares? It almost seems unreal when I say it out loud, but we started Casey Cares over 21 years ago. And it all came about very innocently as I was growing up in Hartford County. Uh, my parents were always very involved in the church and always encouraged me to volunteer and to give back. So I did clothing drives and things of that nature, which, you know, we all find very rewarding and exciting. And so as I grew up and went through college, I was volunteering in a hospital and one of the children in the hospital wanted to meet a race car driver. So. I was up for the challenge, and I thought this would be such a cool experience for this little boy. Well, we pulled it off. It was over the top, especially when the race car driver came into this little boy's hospital room in the whole suit, kind of like a painter, you know, that suit, (laughs) and the hood of his race car for this little boy. And there was media and all kinds of hoopla, and everybody was going nuts. And what I didn't realize was that there were other children in the hospital there who were also battling for their lives. And they, too, were experiencing that same challenge, that this little boy who was battling cancer. And I actually heard a little boy say to his mom, I wish I had cancer so I could get cool stuff, too. And with that, I became obsessed and made that helping all critically ill children my passion. And what I love about this passion, Casey, is that it extends beyond the child with the terminal illness or that is in palliative care, is that it goes to uplifting the families. Can you talk more about that? Yeah, Liz, it really is important to help all the families um, and each and every one of their family members. Because when a child is diagnosed with a critical illness, the ripples of that diagnosis are felt throughout the entire family, mom, dad, brother, and sister. And while when we started Casey Cares with just that one family that I overheard wishing for cancer, we grew, you know, family by family to now over thousands of families, and we help them on an ongoing basis. And the importance of that is, and we all know this, right? It's great to go on one great vacation a year, which sounds so wonderful to all of us right now coming out of this pandemic. (laughs) You know, it's those little things that we look forward to. It's like a special date night or a concert or, you know, those things that you can kind of do maybe once a month. And medically speaking, when we can take better care of the child's framework, their their mindset, and give them something to live for, their bodies are better apt to receive the treatment. 
So that's why we help the brothers, the sisters, the moms, the dads, because they need the support, because they need to go home and support this child every single day. You mentioned the restorative power for the child, but then I think about the mental lift or the mental break, Casey, for the parents. So can we break down some of the different and specific ways your organization uplifts and helps families? I think of the popcorn nights, I think of pajamas, and I think of smaller scale things. Like, yes, you can do the big scale things, but what are the smaller, more daily things you guys have helped families with? And you know what? I'm a believer in it's those little things in life that really make the big difference. And one of those little things that we do for all of our families is we celebrate their birthdays with a special care package. And how that all came about was because a little uh, girl who was celebrating her 16th birthday um, was going through treatment and she was losing her hair. And so her mom called us to coordinate a trip to the aquarium, and um, she was just kind of saying how different it is for her daughter turning 16. It's not what she envisioned. And um, the kids at school were being mean to her, so hung up the phone. Another volunteer was in the office with me. We ordered two dozen roses to be delivered to this little gal's school. And the mom called us back like a week later and was like, was it you? And we were like, uh-oh. And she's like, she went from the most, like, people making fun of her to the most popular girl in school because she told everybody she met this college guy in clinic. <laughs> and that's how our birthday blast program was. You know, our birthday care package was really started. It's celebrating another year of life. And the families can gather when a special delivery comes in the mail and celebrate their child. Why did you start a nonprofit? I'm sorry, what was that? Why did you start a nonprofit, Casey? It's interesting because that's not my background. I, uh, we have a family business that has been in our family for, gosh, over 160 years. And so I was enjoying working with my dad and my brother running that logistics company. And as I started to help these families one by one um, in 2000, it wasn't long until I found that that was truly my passion and I wanted to dedicate my life to it. And it's interesting because now the everyday life is really just to run a very efficient and effective nonprofit, to run a business and to make sure that we never have to say no to a family. And truly over the past 21 years, we've never had to deny the request of an eligible child. And that's because we really pride ourselves in being great stewards of people's generosity and making every single dollar that we receive go to the very furthest ability it can. And being able to do this for, for 21 years, just a quick aside, if anyone's interested, you can go to the website, caseycares.org. What does the work mean to you personally? I imagine you've seen a ton over 21 years. Oh my gosh. You know what? This world takes us on crazy paths, right? And you know, we have to enjoy and embrace them even if they're all not easy or pleasant. And I started Casey Cares before I actually had any children. And um, I now have three children. And as um, life would, would take us down the path, our daughter um, was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis. And I know a lot of people don't really know that much about it, but it requires constant um, infusions and constant treatment. So she has and would be a family, a child of Casey Cares. And um, it's, it's interesting that we, we didn't have critically ill children and, and then all of a sudden we did. So 
Unfortunately, we know a little bit about the walk that our families have to take. And of course, everybody's journey is different, but that's why it's really important to us. And unfortunately, my family um, lost a child. And with that brought the importance of helping the siblings because when you lose a child, it's it's forever, and you you think about that child forever. You think about how tall would they have been, would they've gotten married, all these things that you never got to experience, and the whole family feels that way. So that's why even after the loss of a child, Casey Cares continues to work with these families and to help them create new memories and new you know things to celebrate. Casey, I'm so sorry to hear about your loss. And, and to know that you now you have seen both sides uh, of your your nonprofit. You know you've been on the you know business spearhead leading, but you've also had to use the resources. What were some of the resources you enjoyed the most? Uh, we actually, Mackenzie, our daughter, never enrolled in our programs, um, and everybody handles the the experience a little bit differently. And that's what we need to do at Casey Cares is to make sure that people know that we are a resource for them. There are no financial requirements for Casey Cares. Um, there is no, you don't have to be um, underserved or underprivileged. It's for everybody. And because it's those little things that there was a, we had the opportunity to have a little boy in our program throw out the first pitch. And he was not mobile, so he had to be wheeled out and helped out in his wheelchair. And I'm standing on the sidelines with his dad, who is just, all teared up, tears of joy. And he looks at me and he's like, Case, I never thought my boy would play ball, but look, he's in the bigs. And that's what it's all about. You know, it's that little boy had the, the, the moment of his lifetime, but the dad, I mean, that's something our families have to cram a lifetime of memories into a few short years. And that's a memory that he never thought he would get with his son. And through the generosity of our community and Casey Cares, we were able to give that to their family. And just what an ingenious idea, Casey, to like uplift the entire family, because everybody is touched by it, even if it's some of the things that the siblings miss, like maybe their routines are, are thrown off. You mentioned that you don't have to be a certain income bracket or you don't really need to qualify, but let me ask when and how does a family get in touch with you in the program? Yes, this is so important. Anybody can enroll in Casey Cares who is critically ill, which is defined by frequent hospitalizations. There is no stigma associated with being enrolled in Casey Cares. If you enroll in Casey Cares, it doesn't mean that your child has six months to live. We have a lot of patients in our programs who graduate from Casey Cares. Liz, they actually come back and intern and volunteer with us. So by no means is it, is it setting out a negative path for your family. It's actually doing the opposite. It's providing an amazing support system for your entire family. The siblings become friends with other siblings who are kind of facing the same challenge. And all they need to do is typically it's through social workers. So when you go into the hospital for your next appointment or your scan, you ask the social workers, do you have an application for Casey Cares or your doctor? And they will pass that along to you. Or you can go to our website, which is caseycares.org, and to download an application there. Or feel free to, you know, call the office or, or see us on social media and um, reach out that way. 
But it's interesting that people are sometimes fearful of joining our programs because they think that their child is dying. That means that, right? And it doesn't. Yeah. And that's something we need to continue to educate folks. And it must be difficult, especially as they're wrapping their minds around the diagnosis and how their lives will change, that, you know, maybe it's, it's struggling with the reality of their situation, too. Casey, take me back a year ago. You're humming along. You're doing in-person events. You're going to baseball games. Uh, you're doing harbor cruises. When the pandemic started to become very real, what did Casey Cares do? What did you do? Oh, my gosh. Right. I think we all have our own story about how we handled that and how we jumped into gear, especially personally. But it was such an intense time for our Casey Cares families, meaning our staff and our volunteers, but along with our families, that we realized that we couldn't stop. We had to go on because these families couldn't stop. They needed to go on. They still had this fight of their life ahead of them plus the uncertainty of the world around them, where typically they would get so much support and positivity, everybody was scared. So we moved everything to at-home and virtual events. We still hit all of our opportunities to connect with their families, whether it was doing an online cheerleading session with NFL cheerleaders or whether it was doing a trivia night online. Of course, we really threw at our families all kinds of care packages, whether that was sweet treats or whether it was pajamas, movie and pizza nights. You name it, we did it. We did exercise classes. I mean, we got so creative. And it's only because of our community who really stepped up, continued to volunteer from home, but they continued to volunteer and to make sure that our families could continue on. And, and from a business standpoint, I mean, we downsized their offices. We had to cut uh, some costs to make sure because nobody knew how long this was going to go on. And our number one mission is to continue to provide these little moments and lasting memories. And that is every single day. That is our goal, time in and time out, and to never have to say no to a family. You are listening to Spotlight on Maryland. I am Liz Drabick. I am joined by Casey Cares founder, Casey Baines, and the website is caseycares.org. Before we get to your upcoming event, Casey, you recently held a 5K in Columbia. How did that go? Oh, my gosh. It was so nice to get people together and to see just to see faces and to hug people. Um, it was so, it was just so special. Of course, it was festive and everybody, there were so many teams together running in honor of families. We had Casey Cares families running and um, it was just an amazing opportunity to bring everybody together. And that's, we're excited. I know there's still a lot of uncertainty out there, but um, we're really excited about the opportunity to get our families back together, to get our donors and our supporters back together because that's where the magic happens. I mean, we would not be able to provide these amazing opportunities for her families without the support of our community. And every single dollar matters. You know, you have the $1,000 donor, the $5,000 donor, they're fantastic. But guess what? Those $20 donors, they add up and they really do make a huge impact on the community. You have a gala coming up. It is your 21st, and it is the Wild About Casey Cares Gala. What makes it wild? 
All of our events are wild in the best way. <laughs> but like channel your inner, I don't know, leopard um, prints that you have in your closet <laughs> that are just hanging there for that special occasion. Um, or maybe the guys can come out in their penguin suits. But it is going to be at the Baltimore Zoo, so it's COVID-friendly. We will be outside. We have a live band. I mean, to me, live music is a treat in itself these days. So we're very excited to have live music, of course, live and silent auctions. And you'll get to be able to tour some of the exhibits at the zoo, as well as we'll have animal ambassadors where they come out and they kind of teach you a little bit about the animals and you get up close and personal. It's going to be an amazing night have a whole bunch of people together, and all to help these families who are going through their darkest hour. What are the different ways someone could attend, help, donate, or otherwise get involved? Oh, my gosh. So, of course, as all nonprofits do, we have, like, a long list of ways people can help. But <laughs> these, are, these are fun ways to get involved, to come to the gala. Maybe you don't really know much about Casey Cares and you want to learn more. You can go online and get a ticket. You can volunteer with us. If you've been involved with Casey Cares and since the pandemic, you really feel like you haven't, you know, done what you wanted to do and you want to get out again, volunteer with us. And um, it really does take all types of time and talent from the people in our community to, to make this magic happen for our families. Why did you choose the zoo? Again, there's so much uncertainty out there that we needed to be sure that we could offer a COVID-friendly opportunity for our donors and our guests and our families to get together. Uh, we love the zoo, and our families totally enjoy going to all the activities. A lot of our families use it um, with the kids, and we're all guilty of this as parents of, like, if you, you know, if you do this, then we'll take you to that. So a lot of their families will say, come on, let's go. We've got to get a scan. And if you get to that scan, okay, then we can go to the zoo. So it's a real treat to be able to show our donors a little taste of what our families get to enjoy. Casey, were you able to have a gala last year? We were able to have a gala last year, but like most people, we did it virtually, which was still a fantastic way to gather everybody, but it's just not the same. What we do at Casey Cares truly comes from your heart. I mean, it's that opportunity to really just embrace somebody and to care for them and to kind of wrap your arms around them and say, you know, we've got this. Let's, no matter what the outcome is, we're here for you. And that's what we do at Casey Cares. And when you come together in person, I feel like you really feel that. And um, nobody was able to get together last year. So we did the best that we could. But we are really energized to have everybody together at the gala this year at the zoo. And it should be an amazing night. Do you have an, expend an expected attendance or a fundraising goal? Oh, my gosh. Goals. We always have goals. But really, <laughs> we... <laughs> We want to have um, a couple hundred people there. And, and I say that respectfully because people need to make the right choice for them. And so we still have people who are, are helping and supporting Casey Cares, and they just want to make a donation. And I get that. But, yes, I mean, we will, we, our goal is to raise over $350,000 to help our programs and their families make sure that they can 
really enjoy those little moments and lasting memories in life. If someone can't attend this event, what else do you have coming up? We have so many fun things coming up, and we specialize in fun at Casey Cares for our donors and, of course, all of our kiddos. But we have a clay shooting event coming up at the end of September, which is a really cool event. You get teams, uh, usually teams of four, and they shoot out these skeets. And so you have the opportunity with your buddies, your team, to shoot, you know, shoot these little skeets like frisbees, clays. And uh, it's a great, it's a great time. Uh, we also have a rock and roll bash coming up in October. Again, another great opportunity for live music. So we always have fun things going on. We also have a $10,000 raffle. We only sell 500 tickets, so your odds are really good. And um, it's, a, it's what we have to do to ensure that our families can continue to enjoy those little moments and lasting memories not just the mom, the dad, the brother, sister, but for the critically ill child and, and everybody who's helping them along the way. I'm just absolutely tickled by the ski shooting event. How in the world did you come up with this idea? That, that's it. I mean, we want to really broaden people's ability to have fun. I mean, that's what it's all about, right? Like, you live every single day. You die once. And we want to give people the experience of living and really enjoying and we couldn't be more grateful for our donors and them just supporting Casey Cares day in and day out. So while we do it, we're going to have a good time. We also have a fishing tournament. I mean, like we really do try to uh, mix it up and show people a good time all while making our world a better place. And a golf tournament too, right? You got it. Yes. <laughs> Um, so these are some of the bigger events. What are some of the smaller events? I know that you mentioned the birthday blast, but I was also thinking the movie night in. Was that born of the pandemic? No, actually. So movie and pizzas um, have been something that we always do because our families are not new to wearing masks. That's what they have to do. They have weakened immune system. So a lot of this pandemic, you know, the precautions we all have taken that's not new to them. They're used to weakened immune systems. They're used to not being able to go out, you know, when they're in certain points of their treatment. So we knew this about our families, so we wanted to provide them some fun at home in a safe environment. You mentioned, you know, that they've been wearing masks. I would imagine that, you know, this kind of brought a heightened awareness, you know, when now in the rest of the world is maybe like for me, and this is, I don't mean to be insensitive, but for me, like I order everything online now and my Dunkin' gets delivered and my groceries get delivered. But is this like a glimpse into like a lot of families with critically ill children have always lived this way? Yes. And here's something like a positive that came out of it for our families, because a lot of our families, when they have a child that is in treatment, they can't go to school uh, because oh, they right. about all the germs, right? And so they typically miss school. Our families at Casey Cares, who normally would miss school last year, since the whole like system went online, they got to participate and do online school, which they never would have been able to. And that surprisingly gave these kids an extra level of connection that typically they would not have had. So that's just one little nice nice positive that came out of it for for our kiddos i know there's a lot of heartache and a lot of 
not so good things, but, you know, always trying to look at things as our glass half full. Uh, that's something special that they got to take it in that they normally would and we've been discussing for about the last 25 minutes just how inclusive and generous and giving and amazing all the activities are. Does having a critically ill child tend to a more isolating lifestyle? It is. I mean, think about it. Your kids used to do their running on the soccer field or around the baseball diamond, and now their running is done in the hospital corridors where, you know, I mean, you make friends with your kids' friends. And they experience the same thing. So your, you know, best friends used to be the ones, you know, on your sports team or in your neighborhood that you would meet at the bus stop. Well, when those things stop happening week after week, month after month, sometimes year after year, you lose those connections. And sometimes people feel very awkward. They don't know how to talk to a person that has a critically ill child. They don't want to keep asking, how's Alex? How's Alex? Because they don't even know what to ask. And so they don't, and they just don't talk to them. And it is very isolating. And that's why it's so important to have our Casey Cares families come together. It's been virtual the past year, but to come together at these group events, where they get to meet each other and kind of share their stories. And it's not a burden to talk about, oh, gosh, the scans, or I have to quit work because I can't keep up with the kids and treatment and all this. And they have shared experiences, which is definitely less isolating and, and another benefit of Casey Cares. Casey, as we wind down time-wise, how can people participate in your upcoming gala? Tell us again when and where, and what are other ways we can contribute? Oh, my gosh. I would encourage everybody to go on to caseycares.org right now. Check it out, but really to check out the gala that's coming up in September. It is going to be at the Baltimore Zoo, and this is a chance to really get out, let loose, and enjoy time together with friends and family. And um, everybody's gonna have fun. People are gonna come dressed in theme and it's gonna be a blast. Definitely a night to remember. And while you're you know, considering Casey Cares and, and thinking about the things that we've talked about and stories we've shared, think about how you can get involved because I know firsthand there's no better feeling than lending a hand to somebody who just needs a little help. It is the best gift I believe you can give yourself. One of the most inspirational quotes I saw on your website, caseycares.org, was Casey Cares can create little moments and lasting memories. Casey, thank you so much, not just for your time, but for doing this for these families. It is the Casey Cares Wild About Gala. It's at the Baltimore Zoo, September 17th. Casey, thank you so much for your time. I'm Liz Drabeck. This has been Spotlight on Maryland, a production of Odyssey. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.